So you might be thinking or asking yourself, okay, so the harmonic series, great. All of this vocal stuff. What do I care? I don't sing. The harmonic series is in everything, every noise, every single little thing you hear has a bunch of notes inside of it. And so today, we're going to talk about the notes inside of a string instrument. Any string instrument will do. Whatever you can get your hands on, there's harmonic series stuff to mess with. So we're going to delve into different string instruments. We'll talk shop and hopefully help you make use of yet another tool in the tune shed. Welcome to the Tune Shed, the workshop for everything music from history, theory, creative process, production, you name it. We're here to become better music listeners, better creators, and better music lovers. I'm your host, Blake Murray, and I'm here with my dear childhood friend and professional musician, Marty Gray. What's up, Marty? Oh, I've got all my string instruments around me. It's so fun. It's so exciting. Ooh, you got the collection, don't you? I do. A, a lot of them are, they were in a shelf sort of in the back of the studio. So that's why mm. um, I frantically logged onto Discord and sounded like I was going to break my arm. <laughs> and I'm sure all those instruments need a little bit more love and I feel like string instruments always hang out in the corner too long yeah yeah they do get out of tune pretty quickly especially in a place like Michigan where just like mm. the temperature just goes up and down and if you have a poorly controlled climate in your apartment like I do <laughs> then your <laughs> strings go out of tune well fair enough you gotta keep after them huh yeah yeah, it's good. It's good to to bring him out once in a while and give him some love. Oh yeah, and we did. Oh, we actually heard your what's it called a Nashville guitar a long time we ago. Sure did. It had like a we were doing guitar tuning funny business. I think is the name of the episode. That was a fun episode. That was a fun episode. I love that episode. String just tuning your strings to a different tuning. Man, it makes you feel so good and clever. That's a tool in the tune shed, definitely. Yeah, that's a tool in the tune shed. But we're gonna talk about. Another tool in the tune shed. As per usual. So when you look up. What do we got? So when, when you Google uh, overtone, like a string overtone, here's what comes up. When a string is only lightly pressed by one finger, in parentheses, that is isolating overtones of the open string. The result <laughs> is a string harmonic or commonly known as overtone. So, yeah. That's a tough definition. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. I think I think the key there in all of that word gobbledygook is lightly pressed by one finger. Yeah. That's the key. So what? You know, it doesn't sound like a lot. Um, and this might seem like a pretty shorthand tool to include in the tune shed, but it works with literally any string instrument ever. So I'm going to grab this guitar real quick. I feel like that's like why it's so fundamental in music is because the harmonic series is part of every note ever. So it's just, yeah, it feels very fundamental in some way. That's right. It's like you got to be able to play with it, think about it. Yeah, and, and um, once you start to understand what the harmonic series is, you start to find ways to abuse it, you know? Mm. So I've got this guitar, and I I've, I've have it tuned to open D. Not very well, but it's tuned. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's got this big, big open sound. And the idea yeah. is that 
when you press the uh, when you press a string down all the way to a fret, um, it shortens the length of the string, right? And you play notes. But what happens if we press very lightly on a specific spot, and then we we hit the string exactly the same? So the spot that I'm going to choose is right halfway uh, between the string, just like the 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 right in the middle. I'm going to just press my finger very lightly in the middle of the string and play it. Right. Well, first I'll play I'll play the open string. So here's what the open string sounds like. Just nice low D. Okay. And then here's what happens when I press my string very lightly in the middle. It's an octave higher. Hmm. Yeah. So then what happens if I press my finger very lightly two-thirds of the way down the string? It's a fifth. How about a fourth? Mm. It's two octaves higher. That one's a little harder. So it's, is that three quarters of the way up the string, or, or one quarter, or how does that work? Uh, this, the the fifth one is two thirds of the way up the string. Oh, two thirds. Okay. Two fourths, or not two fourths? <laughs> It'd be, well, I guess one third, one fourth, one fifth, one sixth. It just keeps like the fraction, the the bottom number of the fraction keeps going up one. I only say two thirds oh, of the string it. because it's like. I guess there are two. Like there are two spots on this string where you could get that fifth, like yeah. one is closer to the the uh, the tuning pegs and the other is closer to the hole. Yep, right. Because it's not it's ha- not halfway in the middle, so there's two sides to every fraction. Yeah, there. yeah. I follow. Yeah. yeah, and you might see a pattern there for those of you who've been paying attention. Right, there's the there's the first partial, then there's the the second partial. There's the third partial. Let's see if I can get this next one. Here's the fourth. Ba-ba-da. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> there it is. There's that one. <laughs> so you're starting to see that every single fraction that I go down the string is the uh-huh. next step in the harmonic series, right? Yeah. And it's so fun because it has little to do with where the frets are. It has everything to do with the exact fraction of length down the string, and this works for every string. Yeah. So, so what's happening again? We kind of we rehashed this out a little bit, and I think the first episode of this series. But it's like the string is vibrating, and then kind of the air in between the peaks and troughs of that wave gets vibrated at a different frequency. Is that what it is? Yeah, that's right. In this case. Um, so in, in our like vocal overtone singing series, we talked about all that craziness with like resonating inside of your nasal cavities and all this weird like an anatomical stuff. With this example, you're literally just just you're literally just shortening the length of the resonating space, hmm. right? Yeah. So it's like you're 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 literally just. Um, giving the math what it wants. <laughs> it's sort of the way that, huh. yeah, that's, it's like sort of the way that the, uh, the internet describes it. So yeah, when you cut that string in half and you go up an octave, essentially the wavelength that comes out when you pluck the string is twice as fast, right? Yep. 
and so that makes it an octave higher. And then for each fraction, it, it you know goes fractionally higher, and you get this series. That's right. That's beautiful. Yeah, isn't that cool? And the thing that's awesome is that it works for any string instrument. And people have studied this pretty in depth and gotten very good. And what, what I think is the most difficult thing is that when you start to get to the higher overtones, like the fourth, fifth partials, they start to not line up with the frets as well. Hmm. Um, like the first, second, and third partials, they line up with you know the octave fret. You know the whatever it is, the twelfth fret, and oh, your fingers like right. Like if you press down, you'd be playing that. That's right. Note anyways. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And as you get higher and higher, that you start to like lose sight of where the frets are, and so you kind of have to mm. just memorize where it is in proportion to the nearest fret, which I think is really fun. So that's the thing about the harmonic series, and maybe this is a can of worms, but equal temperament, right? Where it's like the harmonic series doesn't exactly line up with like a tuned scale in the Western scale. Is that right? Like like if the more higher up you go, the more like out of tune technically it is. Right. That's exactly right. Oh, it's it's so funky. It is funky. Yeah, the, the math <laughs> doesn't like yeah, the higher you go, the the more wonky it is. Um It's like nature and what your brain want to hear are different. Yeah, exactly. The higher you go in it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think the fun thing is that um, people who have become very, very adept at finding harmonics and playing around with them will oftentimes use their instrument to play those harmonics and also accompany themselves. So it sort of gives you like the key tonal context that you need to like interpret a lot of those harmonic things, mm. which is cool. Yeah, actually, that reminds me of... um. There's a song by Yes called Roundabout, first first song on the album. I remember one of my friends had it on vinyl and they put it on. And the first thing they do is like, it's like a chord of harmonics on the guitar. Um, it's like all the strings doing, yes, that's it. And then, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they start playing along with that. And it's just such an iconic, uh, just chord to hit right off the bat. Yeah, it sounds awesome. And it, the, the, like, you know, the tone of that harmonic chord is so, like, ghostly and wispy. Yeah. And obviously high. It's like, I always think of it as angelly a little bit. It's like. Yeah, it is. It's float, floaty in it's a way. It's cool. Yeah. And once you get, like, the sound of at least a guitar harmonic, you start to see it. And you start, you, like, you'll know it when you hear it, which is yeah. great. So I want to listen to someone who's gotten really good at harmonics and is actually sort of almost made playing harmonics his brand. He, uh, his hmm. name is Alan Gogol, and he okay. is an acoustic guitar player um, who has specialized in playing like very pleasant music in a, in a very complicated and, and adept way. I think he's so impressive because in this example, you'll hear him play a pattern on regular notes, and then he'll, he'll continue to accompany himself with regular notes but keep playing the the melody on harmonics. Whoa. Which is really so cool. So it's kind of like two instruments at once then cuz the tone is so different between the That's two. That's right. And yeah, let's let's see if um the distinction is clear. Okay.
so pretty yeah it's it's gorgeous and it's so it's so i nice. think the distinction's clear both like in how high pitched it is and yeah the tone of it as well but the i guess the other thing about the harmonic series in general is that the melodies you hear on it they're kind of folky almost because you know they have that fifth and fourth kind of interplay a lot yeah um and less of the like whole steps half steps happening so yeah it just feels very folky and kind of pure yeah, no, I think you touched on something awesome there. And like when it does happen, when someone is able to figure out a way to play stepwise, like that little melody is like mm. that you would think yeah, that, how did that happen? Right. So that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm sitting here with this example, like this is an example of him playing the song live. And I'm like, how the heck did he do that? Because you can't play like the notes aren't next to each other on the guitar in that way when you play harmonics. So he literally had to map out each note on each string. And so he's jumping around different strings there. Oh wow. And like and like his hand is moving all over the place. Yeah, the little run. And the, the other thing is you have to be pretty precise to hit a harmonic. I mean, you just have to put your finger lightly on it. You don't have to have the string pinned or anything, but you got to be in the right spot. And like you said earlier, it doesn't line up with the fret. So that's right. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Yeah. And in my experience, the higher the partial, the tougher it is. Like you saw me kind of struggle on the, mm. yeah, at least like the third partial. Like yeah. I was like, Oh, where it is gets it? more exact. Yeah. Yeah. And it gets yeah. tougher to like not have any of that low string just like be in there. Yeah. His, his technique is pretty incredible. That's really cool. cool. That's a great example. I have another one. I have one more example. Very similar idea where this person is, uh, you know, accompanying himself and playing a melody on top, but instead of acoustic guitar, and this is this is what I um, an example of when I say it's any string instrument. So this guy, his name is Victor Wooten. Oh yeah, (laughs) Blake knows Victor. Blake (laughs) loves Victor Wooten. (laughs) I think we've talked about him on this show before, but. Yeah. He is one of the most. He's also like a philosopher of music in a way. It's, sorry. He is. No, you're (laughs) right. Dude, we should should reach out to him and see if he should be on this podcast. Oh, my God. (laughs) He would love it. No, he's like written books and stuff, right? Yeah. Man. Um, Yeah, he is a. Yeah, you go on. Go on. Tell us about him. I have one little thing to say about him, too, after. Sure. Well, he is a prolific bass player, first of all. Um, He. He sort of has made his career being very, very impressive on the bass and stretching the bass as far as it will go. Um, but also, he's kind of a, like a, a very well-known educator and teacher, philosopher, like you say. Yeah. Yeah, he's really cool. Um, the thing I was going to say is I watched this YouTube video once. Actually, I think it's how I stumbled upon him. And I don't know if he invented this system, but it's just a system about pretty much learning anything Um, but he was applying it to bass in this scenario but I've thought about it in a lot of different things in my life but it's like these four stages of learning and mastery Um, so just in the example of learning a new instrument the first stage is unconscious unknowing Mm. uh, 
so you don't know what I, and I might be messing up the order of these. So <laughs> forgive me. Probably look this up if you want to go after it. But um, the idea is you don't know what you don't know. You just grab the instrument and you're just kind of hitting things and you don't know what's up. It can be very fun, exploratory. The second stage I think is conscious unknowing. All of a sudden you start to learn. Oh wow, there's a ton to learn. I need to learn my scales. I can, you know, learn to play like this, like that. You start to really understand what you don't know. Um, and then I think you get to conscious knowing, which is, okay, you've practiced your scales, you know your stuff, you can play in different styles, whatever it is, but you have to think about it. You're engaged to do that. Uh, and then the last stage is unconscious knowing, where you've really internalized all of this information and skill and practice to the point where you're not really thinking about your fingers as much anymore. You're not really thinking about, oh, what's the right stylistic choice? You can just kind of do it and feel it. Um, it's just such a cool way to think about the progression of skill. And there's so much challenge in the middle when your brain's all wrapped up in, I know how much I don't know, and I have to think about what I'm doing. Uh, and it's hard to get to that unconscious knowing stage where everything's kind of unlocked in a way. Man. Uh, it's just a cool cool framework. Yeah, I like that a lot. I mean, that certainly shows in the in the video example that I'm about to play, like, he doesn't oh, look yeah. like he's trying at all. It's so frustrating. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so frustrating. This dude is like super amazing. And his fingers are flying everywhere. And he's just perfect. And he's like looking off to someone in the crowd, like being like, you, you can tell he's thinking about like what he's going to have for dinner that night. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, it's just, it's incredible. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, let's listen. Cool. Let's listen to it. So this is his cover of Amazing Grace live. Ooh. hear how weird that third is that third is 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 weird right that whole thing was crazy isn't that cool yeah but that third so, right there it's it's not really in scale you know like it's a little bit weird oh, it's a little really? bit funky yeah the tuning of it is odd huh. yeah i feel like my brain is just like figured out what it was supposed to be and i almost i didn't catch it you know i was like sounds yeah. awesome <laughs> and i think that's why it's it works so well to sort of accompany it below like to, to provide the, yeah. the bass note. Right, because you're kind of giving that framework. Such a cool way to separate the high and the low on the, on a bass, yeah. too. Um, but also, yeah, a great example of something being a little out of tune technically because the harmonic series does go out of tune up high. Yeah. So weird. Yeah, it's sweet. Um, also, might I mention also, the fact that that Amazing Grace is in the pentatonic scale. So it aligns oh. with what we were talking about before. We're like, harmonic stuff, yeah. just it's just like works when... You do pentatonic scale. 
you know, there's a lot of like peer songs that do that. And I was going to bring this up too. Um, I learned once that trumpets, if you imagine a trumpet, you know, it's got those three little buttons to adjust essentially the length of the valve. So the air flowing through it, that makes a sound. And you hit those buttons and it helps you change the length of, you can kind of imagine it as a string. It's just full of air flowing through a trumpet. Yeah. But the early trumpets didn't have those valves. They just, all you could do was adjust with your lips. And so what you can play with just your lips and no valves is the harmonic series. So you had like a, I don't know, a B-flat trumpet. It's a B-flat harmonic series. And a lot of the songs, like I think the classic song that, you know, at, at Boy Scout camp or at band camp, if you're me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the song that wakes you up in the morning is Taps. Just like, bo, bo, bo. Yeah, right? And it's like all in the harmonic series. Um, yeah, it's just kind of cool. And it, it sounds so pure and kind of like militant and like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of times anthems are written in that kind of pentatonic or harmonic series area i think you're right yeah you're you're beginning to see the the harmonic series in everything yeah right which is it's great it's like yeah the the world makes a lot more sense when you understand harmonic (laughs) series yeah (laughs) so it also makes more sense when victor wooten just like drops the beat like you hear the beginning of amazing grace there and you're like okay we're gonna this is gonna be the thing okay i'm standing chilling whatever And then he just sort of drops into that funk, and you're like, yes. Yeah, you're like, thank <laughs> so you, bass nice. player. Like, bubble, boom, boom. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like exactly where my head kind of checks out in the song is where he dropped in. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> so that was really present. God, I love him. He's awesome. <laughs> so what other string instruments can we mess with? Well, obviously we can mess with mm. like actual string instruments like a violin and a cello. I obviously don't own a violin and a cello. Luckily for me... Labs, uh, Spitfire Labs, which we talk a lot, a lot about on the show, they have a pack called Frozen Strings, and there are settings in the pack called Harmonic Violin and Harmonic Cello. It's just literally a sample pack of people playing harmonics on a string instrument. That's perfect. You don't have to do all the fancy finger stuff. I know. You don't have to know it. You just <laughs> have to download the pack. It's great. I mean, here's, here's what the violin sounds like. It's all like um, long notes. Whoa. So yeah, bowing it is a totally different game. I love this pack because you can kind of hear the, the how like soft it has to be because the fingers are just barely touching the string. Yeah. Which I think is cool. I bet that's really hard to bow a harmonic. I just feel like you have to be very sensitive. And- yeah, I feel like the same way. That's eerie. Yeah, it is pretty cool. It's part of a pack called Frozen Strings. So there are a lot of like so can, creepy sounds in this pack. Can you just play any note then? Because then it's kind of like that whole thing we were talking about. That's kind of, it's not a limitation anymore. That's if, right. If everything's sampled. Yeah, in this sample pack, they um, I think the way that they did it was they retuned the strings to get every note. So they would like, you know, they would tune the E string down to an E flat and then they would play the same note and then they would have all of the harmonics they could get from a, from like an E flat tuned string. Right. They did the same thing with cello too. So they have a cello version, which sounds like this. It's very like light and wispy stuff. 
I kind of like it down low with the cello or lower. I do too. It's a little more, uh, it's a less eerie. <laughs> it's like, I think the low, whatever it is, it's a C string. That must wow. be the first partial on that one. Imagine that an octave down. Thunderous. Yeah, super fun. Yeah, you could. How low does it go? Um, I think it's the lowest. Yep, that was the lowest okay, note. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, that was the first partial on the lowest string, which makes sense. But you could always tune it down. See what it sounds like? Oh, yeah. yeah. Go, go try it. <laughs> That'd be kind of fun. The, uh, the other thing I'd like to mention, and I'll quickly say that I couldn't find a sample free, or like a, I couldn't find a free source version of this being played on YouTube. But hmm. if you can find the middle of a piano string, you can put your finger on that spot and play the note, and it gives this awesome, oh. like, light thump. So if you're ever playing with like a real piano and you want to just experiment with some different noises, you can Whoa. do that too. Like it literally works with any string. I have a stand-up grand. I have to get way in there, wouldn't I? Because the strings are going up and down instead of like horizontally. That's right. Although you could, um, you could bring a buddy and you could remove the back and have the buddy press on the strings. Just, yeah. Or I wonder if, too, like, if you could do a prepared piano where you have something. That'd be hard to do because you'd have to press just right. Mm -hmm. But imagine just making all of your notes harmonics. Oh, that'd be so <laughs> cool. Oh, I'm sure Maybe you that's could. the sample pack I make. That would be so cool. You could definitely do that. Why not? Well, what would you use to press down the strings, do you think? Like, what's the best thing? I'm not thing sure. Like, the... I've always done it where I, I lightly press on the string. Like, just like, doom. But... I mean, you could just use a human and record every note, but you could prepare the piano maybe yeah. by using like just a tiny bit of tape. I don't know how you would get that done. Wow. That'd be so I need fun. to think about this. That could be really that fun. That could be. All right. <laughs> oh, man. All these sample pack ideas. I know. Brian Funk's got us inspired. <laughs> He's an inspiring dude. Absolutely. Well, Blake, the last thing I'll leave you with is uh, a little bonus. Uh -oh. A little <sighs> bonus. Um, we went through bass. We went through guitar. We went through violin, cello, piano. I want mm -hmm. to play something that I have in the studio. And I want you to try and figure out what's going on. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so now that, now that we know what the harmonic series is all about, and we know what it sounds like. We know functionally, mathematically what's going on. I want you to try and figure out what's happening here. So I'm going to get my instrument out. <laughs> I'm gonna get the my heart rate is going up. <laughs> I'm going <get> the... <laughs> to get the mic all positioned correctly. Okay. I'm guessing it's a big instrument just because of how, you know, I can hear you kind of working with it, but I don't really it's know. It's a big instrument. Um... Oh, <laughs> striking out. Well, okay, so here we go. Ready? Mm -hmm. Uh. Do you want me to guess right now or do you want me to wait? <laughs> you know what? I want you to guess right now. I am puzzling. Okay, so it sounds like, I mean, the first thing I thought was like a theremin, but then I sounded too like real. I feel like 
it's something metallic rubbing along a metallic string somehow. Okay. But I, I have no, is there a bow? I, are you plucking the string? I have no <laughs> clue. Wait, could that be a, could that be your dulcimer somehow? Or did you like prepare your dulcimer? Well, like what, what were you, what were you hearing physically? <laughs> first of all, you're on the right track. You're definitely on the right track. Okay. I kind of hear, it felt like something sliding along a string. Yeah. Like that's what it felt like it sounded like. So I'm thinking string. Okay. Um, and metallic somehow too. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't feel like a nylon situation. <laughs> but I like other than that, I'm I'm actually lost. It sounds like aliens. That's good. That's a good thing. So like, I think, <laughs> I think it's important to remember what the note was doing. You know, so the note was going. Here, listen again. More time. Yeah. yeah. It's an excellent puzzle. Because you've got a lot of the texture stuff right. Yeah. So then the the tone of the of the sound. Okay, focus on the pitch. It's fooling me. It feels like it's going like it's always going up, kind of. It's weird. What is happening? Right. Yeah, I think it's like bubbly. I think that's as much as I can expect because it is. Ah. It, it goes really fast. <laughs> it's so fast. I can't. It does feel consistent though. There's something that's like it's like pulsing as it's going up. Mm-hmm. So um. I have an instrument here, and. I don't think I'm gonna say which instrument it is until the next episode. I because knew it. it's you <laughs> I'm gonna leave you on a cliffhanger. <laughs> but this this is just going to destroy Blake if I don't say what's going on. So I'm gonna say at least what I was doing. <laughs> so okay. Blake was right that it was a bow. You got it. You got that. Oh, okay. So what I was doing is I this instrument is set up in a way where I can sort of put my finger on the string and mm-hmm slide up and down the string with my finger while also bowing the string. So literally what I was doing, what what you were hearing is the harmonic series going by really quickly, which is why it sounded like... Wait, are all the sounds in between just muted because your finger's on the string sliding? Yeah, kind of. Wow. But it just like goes so fast that it sounds like a big melisma. Wow. Oh my god. But that's like a that's kind of a version of a, like a higher level hack that you can sort of use to exploit. You know, you're you're hearing a, a bunch of overtones just like pulsing at you. That's yeah, kind of what's it's happening. Pure magic sounding. Mm-hmm. Wow, cool. If anyone wants to take a guess at what this instrument is, <laughs> email us at mm-hmm. podcast at gmail.com. If you get it, I will send win. this instrument to you. Because <laughs> I don't know. No, what? I don't think anyone's <laughs> going to get it just by listening. I did not play the instrument in a conventional way at all. Wait, that is a that is a massive prize. Okay, I'm going to email in too. Does that, do I count? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sure, you can. Man, if someone uh, gets it, I'm, right. I'm going to be, I'm going to actually ship it. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not one of my friends that already knows. <laughs> I love it. I love that. Sweet. 
Dang, the cliffhanger, Marty. It's real. I'm curious. You, you've got me all hopped up on cliffhangers. Now I can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, sweet. Is that where we, we land? That's it. That's all I got. All right. Well, uh, until next time, people, much love. Bye. Bye.